on, everybody? Man, how y'all doing tonight? Everybody good? Yeah, thank you for joining us tonight. Man, we got a great, 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 great show for you guys. Um, so listen, you just tuned in to the MJB Music Podcast with JB, and I am Mario J. Brown, singer, songwriter, and CEO of MJB Music. My man here? I am JB, a.k.a. also known as James Buford. Uh, I am the, I am a pastor, a musician, a songwriter, a videographer, uh, all kind of different stuff. And so I'm excited <laughs> to be here today on this podcast with my boy, Mario. Yeah, we call him AKA because he's just everything to that <laughs> uh, AKA and then more. <laughs> but listen, so we started this podcast to bring you everything music education and culture. One of the things we miss a lot of times is how do people get to where they are? What are the steps taken to get there? And how can we empower others that are attempting to do some of the things that we've accomplished? So I've been blessed to have some valuable relationships in the industry. And uh, what I've done and what we've done is reached out to several of our friends and um, peers and, you know, men mentors, mentees, and just want to want to bring you everything music, education and culture. So JB, tell them exactly what that means and what they can expect. Oh, yeah. So uh, what we can expect is we'll get tons of information uh, during this podcast from entertainment professionals such as producers, songwriters, makeup artists, entertainment lawyers, photographers, musicians and so much more. Uh, it's really exciting. Yes, sir. Exciting it is. And uh, today is a special day. Thank you for joining us. We truly value your time and your attention. You could be doing anything else uh, right now at this time, but you're tuned in with the MJB Music and JV Podcast. So today's discussion, tonight's discussion is effective marketing and promotion strategies. And um, joining us, Tish Taylor, a talent entrepreneur, yes. entertainment manager, and marketing executive. Tish started working for Sony Music in the late 90s, right before graduating. She studied at the Illinois Institute of Art and graduated with a bachelor's degree in marketing with a focus in fashion and marketing and merchandising. She has proven results and has worked with some of the greatest artists in the industry, including her superstar son, <laughs> none other than V. Jacob Lattimore. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so get your pens, get your pads ready. This is about to be good. I'm telling you, you want to you want to continue to tune in. But first, JB, tell us what's what's happening in our culture, man. What's the news flash moment of the day? So uh, Kanye West is in the news again. Um, so we talked about a couple of days ago him uh, running for campaign uh, for presidency. Then we talked about him uh, shooting a picture out of him being on Mount Rushmore. Uh, and so here he is in the news again today. And uh, the other day, I guess it was his coming out rally. Uh, and so he had a he had a. a um, he had uh, uh, a, a outburst, and so he was doing this. He was acting in un unusual behavior. Uh, he was crying and talking about how uh, he, you know his aborted, his uh, almost aborted child, and it was just it was just crazy. And so wow. uh, the rapper went on to talk about Harriet Tubman and how she didn't free slaves. Uh, it just certainly seemed like uh, unusual behavior for common. Uh, uh, but what do you say? What do you think? Wow, man. You know what? I think the first time we kind of discussed Kanye, I was like kind of wondering if because he's he's a very intelligent uh, Super guy. Intelligent. Yeah. So I always wondered if, if if there's something behind his if there's a method to his madness, so to speak. You know what I mean? Oh. So I always kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt. 
But um, that last little clip kind of got me like, eh, I don't know. Mental mental health and, and mental illness is real. It's a real deal. So, you know, like I say, with, with Kanye, man, time will tell. I mean, you know, the way we look at it, we see it one way, but time will definitely tell. So Absolutely. what can we do other than continue to pray for the brother, man? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But without further ado, let's jump in, man. Let's welcome our guest, the beautiful Miss Tish Taylor. Hey. What up, Tish? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you. everybody. Hey, 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 thank you. We are so honored. So they can see us? They can see us, yep. Okay. They can see you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and all your glory, they can, they can see you. Okay. <laughs> right. Computer. <laughs> I was trying to see what it looked like. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, a little yeah. Bit, it's a little bit of a delay, so. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, why. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we we are so honored and so excited to have you, Miss Tish, today. Um, actually, you are the first lady that we've had so far on the show, and we are just—I mean, who better than Tish Taylor to be on the show as the first lady? So we appreciate you. <laughs> so, without further ado, you know, we're gonna jump in. We want to get um, as much out of you as we can within this short period of time. With while respecting your time. Um, so let's start out with, um, tell us a little bit about your journey and uh, just about the journey leading up to where you are now. Yeah, well, you know, my music journey started um, very young, just hanging around the radio station with my mom at WNOV. Um, from there, um, you know, I was pretty much, you know, you know, not raised, but sort of kind of like raised by some of the promo reps that would come to town and I would help them out. And I think that's where my bug for music promotions, that's where my bug for music promotion started. From there, I was a college rep at Sony Music from, let's say, 98, I think it was 98 or early 99 until 2001. Okay. Um, when I graduated college, from there I was... Um, hired to be the field marketing rep for Wisconsin. And so during that time, that's when retail was, you know, going into the retail store was, was, was <laughs> a thing, right? Exciting, you know, so I pretty much oversaw promotions in Wisconsin with the, on the retail side and then, then transition into transition to do some sales um, until I was laid off in 2005. Um, and then I transitioned to, to more corporate fortune 500 consumer, um, consumer experience marketing from there. Um, however, I did not know that my son wanted to, you know, be in the music industry. Um, and I believe all of my experience from the right, being at the radio station, being a college rep, then working with Sony prepared me to manage his career since he was nine years old. He'll be 24 in a couple weeks. So, wow. wow. Yeah. So, that, you know, that's my music, you know, that's my music uh, career, <laughs> basically. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a little bit of the journey. It's always interesting to see how people got to where they are. Like, is it something that you were born with, something you've been chasing or something that kind of fell in your life just in your lap due to purpose? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. So, um, James, I I wanted to ask you, um, what percentage of an artist's success is based on effective marketing and promotions? What would you say um, 
Like, what is that percentage in, in your opinion? It's 90, 95. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all hear that 95% of the success rate is attributed. It might be 96. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that. Tell us why that's so important. Wow. Have, have great records. It's just how, how do you, how do you get it in front of people? You know what I mean? So I think it definitely takes, um, consistency and strategic marketing and promotion, um, marketing and promotion planning and act and activating. Um, and that, I mean, that can entail, Whatever you whatever you want it to entail, whatever your whatever you want your promotion plan to entail, maybe do you want to do you want to solely focus on digital since we're like in this digital space now? Do you want to do you want to go to radio? Like, do you have the budget to go to radio? Do you have the budget to do an effective digital campaign? Um, are you out building the right relationships um, uh, to get like better looks? Um, I mean, it can entail, you know, it can it, it, it can entail a, just a variety of things. You know, mm-hmm. do you want to put the record out? Do you want to shoot videos? Do you want to, you know, do you want to do um, a, you know, a fan activation face to face? Like, you know, it really just depends on how you want to get it in front of the. How do you want to get this in front of the masses? You know, do you want to be very disruptive like a Takashi? You know what I mean? Like that's that's that everything he's doing is marketing. He's he's brilliant at what he does for what he does. You know what I mean? So how disruptive do you want to be? You know, um, so, yeah, it can the, yeah. the thing about like a Takashi or like even like if we talk about rappers like a trippy red. They're very loud and disruptive in their lane. But their music, um, the good thing, their music uh, is good. It, that's just my opinion. It's good. You know, so if it was bad, it's like, why are they causing all this racket and the music <laughs> is bad? You know what I mean? Now they just right. become influencers in reality, you know, reality stars, to, you know, in, in that, you know, in that right. So. Wow. Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned disruptive as as one of the strategies. What are some other strategies that 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 marketing professionals use to kind of market themselves? Um, ways to promote yourself is, let's see, the traditional, you got a music video. That's traditional. You got lyric videos. That's traditional. Um, once the music is, it's out, you, you put an advertising campaign behind it, whether it's Facebook and Instagram ads, YouTube ads, you want, maybe you want to control your narrative and, you want okay this is this is the thing everybody want a publicist they think having i need pr i need a publicist blah 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 blah. like they think that is like having a publicist is important don't get me wrong however there are various um micro blogs on the internet now that requires a digital marketing budget for you to pitch to these blogs um and get placement. So basically you, you can control your narrative in that way. And, and they don't necessarily want music all the time. It's more so like, what are you doing? It's more so they want to get to know the actual brand, the, the artist. So you, you can create a digital, um, you can create a digital plan where you are getting placement on some of these micro blogs. 
a bigger blog would be like an academics or a say cheese or shade room or shade room teams at rap. I'm, I'm, I'm naming a bunch of rap blogs because that's, I, I just dealt with a bunch of rappers and yeah. a bunch of rappers, you know, two or three years ago. And that was like my thing. So, um, you can you can market yourself in that way. Maybe you want to hire influencers, you know, to get your music out. Um, do you want them to create skits? Do you want to be in the in a skit with them? Do you guys want to create an activation? Do you want to book a suite out at the Atlanta Hawks game and invite influencers and pay them to be there? So it's like you have relationships. It's so many different ways to control your narrative to make it what you want it to be. You know what I mean? Um, maybe you are on YouTube and you start a documentary and the process of your, you know, the the process of your album. Maybe you want to get a little bit more personal. Maybe you want people to see your family life. Maybe you want them to see your day to day because it is beyond the music nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. For example, when my son posts him and his girlfriend, they like that's they get <laughs> hundred something thousand likes you know what i mean so people are really intrigued by people's personal life things that are relatable you Mm -hmm. know them so people are intrigued um by the personal life so if you (laughs) it's so many things that you can do to get your brand and your music in front of people so many things i mean you can you know pitch it for syncs you know tv film commercials webisodes it, it takes a lot of work. It's very, very tedious. You want to hire TikTokers? Hire TikTokers. Hire TikTokers to do a dance. Take the dance. Put an ad behind their content to get your music out. It's like so many things that you can do. Wow. That's a lot. Wow, wow. That sounds expensive. It's, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about hiring a lot of people. That sounds... Uh, you know our music community especially our new independent music community they people have to realize that they are a business you know it's not just spending all this money to record a song get it mixed get it mastered just to say you got it mixed get it mastered some people get features and pay tens of thousands of dollars for features to just hold on to it just to say you got a feature what is that are you in it for what are you in this for? Mm, that's a good question. In it, what you just in this for to say you got a feature with somebody or are you in this because you need a return on your investment and you need and you want to make a profit? You know, so what are you know, what are people's priorities? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. You, you just dropped so much, so many different knowledges. I mean, different jewels on just thinking outside the box, like right. the information that you're for providing. Real. And we only been on this for a few minutes. Right. And yeah. you've already dropped so much information. <laughs> like I said, I hope people have their note, their their pad and pens out because I'm I'm learning. I'm taking I'm taking it in as well, you know. And um you mentioned like music and lyric videos, microblogs, influencers, skits, hiring TikTokers. Um Number one, I wouldn't even know what steps to take. How do you get to a TikToker to even hire them? Right. It all starts with it all starts with research and building a database. Strong when these record labels are built on databases right now. Data they are these the record labels are literally like media companies now. You have not just your sales department, but you have your social department. You have your brand partnership department. 
you know, not just your 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 public, your um your ENR department and your marketing department. I mean, everybody's kind of is siloed. Everybody's just kind of working together. But as an independent, you have to do exa- well. As the record labels, what they do is the major record labels. They hire. They may hire me because they know I have a list of a hundred TikTokers. Okay, Tish, we have this new Sweetie record. We want to pay you. Who line up these TikTokers and oversee these TikTokers? You pay the TikTokers or whatever, however you need to do it. So it's all about research. It's all wow. about you taking the time, hiring you some interns if you need to to build your database. And all it is is reaching out. Reach out. What is your rate? What is your rate to create a TikTok video? What is your rate to post my? To post me in this, you know, if it's a if it's a clip of you just in the studio vibing to music and you and you you talking crazy, saying it's hot, and you know you 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 pitch to uh you pitch to these blogs that you know you want um you want a hot or a hot or not type you know post you know mm-hmm. what's the post on your timeline? What's the post? What's the post rate for your timeline? What's the post rate for your story? You know, so it's all really just research and doing it. You know, that's how you that is how you build your database. Just reaching out, researching, doing it. That's it. So but are- also want to keep in mind if you're reaching out to a blog, how active is the blog? You want to pay attention to the engagement of the blog. You want to pay attention to the engagement of the of your TikTokers, or if they maybe they're on Triller or Dub Smash. Maybe it's not TikTok. You know, um, it just takes a lot of research. And what I like to do is talk to kids. Kids know everything. They know you know who hot. They know who coming up. Whether if they not on TikTok, that they know that they coming up. Oh, he on YouTube. He got millions of views. I don't know who this person is. How did this happen? You know, these kids are literally um, letting us know who's next. Wow. Talk to your kids. Talk to kids. Talk to your guy. Your guy kids. Talk to your nieces. Talk to your uncles. I mean, (laughs) your nephews. They know who's hot. If it's if it's young, they know. Yeah. So it's not like getting on uh, TikTok and just talking to like a beginner TikToker and uh, he say, I'm going to charge you a hundred dollars for TikTok. You can. You can. You you can. This is the thing. You can charge. You can go to anybody you want to go to. You know what I mean? You can go to let's say your budget is only five hundred dollars and you want to you want to hire TikTokers. Maybe you hire the micro TikTokers and make it big. You know, I can hire I don't know, a bunch of TikTokers for $50 and you have it spread. You know what I mean? Versus hiring a TikToker that has two, three million views and you got to give them the whole 500 and you just got one TikTok. You know, you don't have to use the the biggest. You don't have to always use the biggest. Sometimes using the micro is even better because you get more bang for your buck and you get to spread your content the way you want to. And then the other thing is people, you know, like I said earlier, you can utilize that content and boost it. You know, put a Facebook and Instagram advertising campaign on it and, ha- and have that TikToker's content floating versus you in a studio or your music video floating, which you can have all of it floating. Actually, because I, I strongly believe in having four or five ads running at the same time. Hmm. Gotcha. Wow. 
So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, it makes perfect sense. Um, I'm just kind of going back to what you said. Uh, you said knowing, well, knowing your rates or knowing rates of people that you want to, you know, hire, that helps you to create the budget. So, you know, I just want to continue to push what you said. So, so people don't miss that, you know, it's okay to, even if you don't have the money right away to pay these people, you need to do the research, which you just said is very, very valuable and important. So doing that research allows you to know at least what the rates are that you're looking for. And once that comes, then you can create a budget. And I found out that when you have a budget, money comes to you. Mm-hmm. And when you, don't, when you have a plan, the money will come. But a lot of us get stuck with, with not having a plan because we don't have the money. And so even the Bible says to write the vision and make it plain. All right. Yeah. You know, so when we when we when we have a, a vision of what we need and what we see, we begin to attract those things that that gets us, gets us to where we're going. I, you want to say something? Go ahead. I, I feel you. It's really priority. They got the they got the money. It's really yeah. a priority. You got the money for whatever you want to do. It's like some things you may have to sacrifice, you know, so it's really just about priority. And another thing is when you're building these databases, it's not just for you. Now you done became a company. You done became a media company. You became an influencer company. And guess what? You tell people, I got a list of influencers and I can handle your I can handle your influencer campaign. So that's a whole nother stream of income for you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. 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 So let's let's talk budget a little bit more. How would you advise an artist with a smaller budget? And you kind of touched on this. Uh, how would you advise an artist with a smaller budget to spend funds or allocate funds? Versus, and what can a larger budget afford an artist? So basically, what's a good number to shoot for? Like if you're just a beginner artist, like is, is $500 a good number to work with? Or, you know, I what mean, do you? I think you start with what you can start with and you have to spread it with and, and you create it would definitely have to be a micro campaign for sure. Um, we just have to figure out what can this $500 really do? It's not going to do a lot. It's not going to do a lot, but you usually just start where you are, analyze it. You analyze it and say, okay, I may need to get another 500 and kick this, you know, kick it up a notch, you know, cause $500 won't take you too far, you know? So I don't know if you want to do a hundred dollar ad on YouTube you know, $150 ad on Facebook and then take the other 300 and do, I don't know, an influencer campaign, you know, yeah. it, may not take, it, it may not really take you far. And then it, you know, <laughs> but start with what you start with what you can and build. Yeah, yep. that's wise. That's wise. So I'm wondering um, for an artist that um, let me see. So. I just lost my train of thought. But James, go ahead. What was you going to say? I was going to say, so if the artist had, let's just say he did have a little bit of money saved up and he wanted to start a campaign, uh, what would you say that dollar amount would be that he should to start? uh, Because you said with a 500, he just gets a little bit of traction. But if he wants to get some, some, you know, more than average traction, what would you say that budget should be? More money, the more you can spread Okay. The longevity of your campaign can spread. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if you got, you want to do twenty thousand dollars a YouTube ad, you know how you know the it's going to spread. You you have you have the luxury of getting millions of people to see you and discover you. Gotcha. You know, if you want to do five thousand dollars towards independent YouTube playlisting, you know you have more people. Um, will you know you have the luxury of having more people discover you if you want to do five 
different Facebook and Instagram ads at the same time, still targeting one song, then, you know, you have the luxury of more people discovering you. So more money is your, your campaign spreads longer. These platforms make sure more people see you because you got to remember YouTube, YouTube is Google, Facebook, Instagram is Facebook. They run, they run their businesses off advertising. They want people to see you. The more money you spend, they're going to make sure people see you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what. Always it's good content. If it's good content, great music, and people see it and hear it, you'll start to see your numbers go up. Gotcha. I remember what I wanted to ask you. Um, So independent versus signed artists. Like, I know there are some pros and cons to each. And as an independent artist, sometimes uh, we don't have the budget that an assigned artist may have. So how do you advise, um, you know, would you still advise an independent artist to, well, I kind of, I want you to tell them like, what kind of budgets are these signed artists working with? If an independent artist is trying to get 500 and then we work all up. They working with probably like starting off, depends on the label. Depends on where they at. Maybe they're looking at analytics. Um, they may start them off at 15, 20, 25, between 15 and 25, something mm. like that. Okay. Digital, because uh, right now we got to talk digital because ain't, ain't, ain't nobody going on the road. Can't go to, you can't do festivals. You can't do promo tours right now. Everything is heavily, extremely, extremely digital. So, um, yeah, I'm saying... Wow. I, about 15 starting digitally starting digitally um if maybe a little bit more because they may need to shoot a video or something like that but the thing is the the major labels ain't doing no different doing nothing doing are they're not doing anything different that the independent label shouldn't be doing gotcha what i'm saying same strategy just different strategy they just have more money you know they have more money to get to get access to to folks but they're still out researching and and taking meetings with new companies and you know um trying to scale so they don't have to research so they don't have to do the research of these you know influencers and tiktokers or just for example you know they're looking to scale okay well who has the database mario and james got they got the database we need to bring them in and make them a vendor and just pay them to handle influencers, you know? So that's yeah. what I Lucci and Q Money. I, I really just went to someone else who already had it to scale because I had a bunch of other things to do. And that's his job. Just go out and get me the, the placements that I need, you know? So yeah. they're not doing anything different. I think just as independent, it's just it's just more work. You know, if you want to own the databases, you can own the databases. If you don't, you can go out and find who has the databases and just pay them to handle it. If not, mm-hmm. you got to do it on your own. <laughs> got you. Got you. How have you had to adjust um, if if you have at all? Have you, how have you had to adjust your marketing and promotions strategies due to the pandemic? And how has that affected your everyday? Um. For my client, for Jacob, for your, for yeah, any class, yeah. You know, we've been heavily focusing on digital, so um, it hasn't shifted much at all for us. Okay. Um, so what's what's the strategy? Let's say let's say Jacob puts out something um, March first. 
Do you do you just kind of go by feel or is there a plan in place to say, well, two months from later, from, from now, you know? Actually, if it's an album, because the DSPs, your DSPs are your retailers, Spotify, Apple, YouTube is a DSP, is a, is a, is a, you consider them a, a retailer. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, your top, your big threes, they pay you the most. Um Title, Amazon, they all need time. If you want great marketing looks, you need to give them time. You need to give them a marketing plan. Um, and usually, Shaker's Connection 3 album, we were six months out. Six months okay. out, letting them know that it was coming. Like, Jacob's album is coming in six months. Okay, great. Keep us posted. And literally, like, every month, we're letting them know, like, okay, this, this is going to be the first record. You know, so they can live with it because the DSPs, they get millions of, they get hit with, mil- I mean, millions of people are hitting them with different records every single day. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, honestly, I'm like, if you're independent and you need as many looks, then, you know, give the DSPs lead time. Give okay. them lead time. Let them know what the plan is because, they have their they they may have money to assist you with an activation. You know, when you see the the people on the billboards, you know, the billboards in uh, Manhattan through Spotify, because they had time. You know what I mean? They had time. People are letting them know three months in advance. Oh, Jay-Z's coming, Beyonce's coming, you know. And it also gives you time to talk to them and say, who's coming? <laughs> so mm. you know, you know, you want to know who's coming. Yes, yes, yes. So who do you who do you follow that has inspired some of what you do or who is someone that you learn from or or that does it well? Is there anybody that you particularly kind of look at and say, yeah, they're doing it as far as marketing goes? Yeah. Some of the campaigns that I really liked, um, Hmm. I don't know. What campaign have I really, really, truly, truly liked? So for the most part, God is just downloading this just directly to you. Come on here now. So it's not. It's not. So I said for the most part, God is just di- directly giving you downloads. So it's not even someone that you've seen his work for. I mean, come on, Jesus. Right. I don't know. Download I don't, here, Lord. No, it's good. I mean, everybody I study the thing is I don't just study what people are doing in a music space I, I look at I want to look at what what is um uh I don't know what is what is pine saw doing how are they you know what kind of marketing strategies do they have going on how can I implement it you know how can I implement what they're doing you know in my campaigns but make it my own thing you know um I like to look at just what every industry is doing. You know what I mean? Because it's more to it's more to just your content and posting. It's like, what are their email campaigns? What are their text message campaigns? You know, what are their out of home campaigns? Like, what are they putting on bus stops? And like, how like how are they? You know, how are they? You know, how are they attracting people while they're driving? Like, I like to study. Yeah. 
all kinds of marketing and campaigns, not just music. Like mm-hmm. I like to study everything and like why did they why did they do it? Like I literally dissect it. Wow. That's wise. That's yeah. very wise. Yeah. Very wise. So um the one one thing I want to ask you before we start to wrap up, um, can you speak to demographics? I know that um Depending on your demographic, is there a, a route that you want to take depending on, let's say you, you, you want to reach an older group of people or a younger group of people? Like, just speak to how important it is to know your demographic and kind of what platforms you think people should target depending on the age. 100% know who your customer is. Know who your customer is. You have to, you can Google to find out who your customer is. You know, you want to know how they buy, what they listen to, what they, you know, what are they buying outside of music? Um, If you're looking to do Facebook and Instagram ads, um, if you, that would be a whole nother session. But um, I mean, Facebook, they have a pixel. They follow everything we're doing. They follow what we like. They follow, you know, what pages we're on. So basically once you go into Facebook's um, ad manager, you can create an audience. You may think, you may say, okay, I I, I think my target market is 18 to 25. And I, I have a new, um, I have some new boxing gloves or something like that. You want to, the interest is boxing. Facebook is going to literally give you two million to five hundred million, or whoever, however million people like boxing, but not just bike boxing. How many people like Floyd Mayweather? How many people like this boxing magazine? Facebook give Facebook and Facebook, well, not Instagram. Facebook gives you literally everyone who you need to target before you do an ad. And it also lets you know what they like. It lets you know if they're married, if they're single, millions of people, you'll you'll be able to really narrow down who your target market is. You know, you would think you wouldn't even believe some of the stuff that you feel like your target market likes. You know, once you click on the page and see, you'll be like, oh, (laughs) oh, this existed. You know what I mean? So that's a great way to, um, that is a great way to understand your, you know, your, your target market. And maybe your target market is, you know, married, you know, maybe the percentages make married. So that means, okay, you know what? I know my target market is 63% married here on Facebook and Instagram. So now I can do some type of campaign for Mother's Day, for Father's Day, for anniversaries, you know, then you start to think of all of the marketing campaigns that you can do beyond just what the regular stuff you, you want to do. You start to think be out the box, you know, and then Facebook helps you target those with target that demographic when before you do your ads. So it's really important. Yeah. It's really important. And it's the, the, the inform, I love it. The information is out there for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I dived in a little bit of what you're talking about with the uh, target audience on Facebook. Like Facebook is stupid, uh, a stupid source of information. Yeah. It's like a wealth of information. Yeah. 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 And it's good because you may not need to be on Instagram. You may need to focus on Facebook. You may need to focus on LinkedIn. You may need to focus on having still, you know, not just maybe your focus is still, you know, selling things physically. You know what I'm saying? So 
it's just important to know where they, you know, where your target market is, um, where they are at all times, because you don't want to be in the wrong place because you're not in their face. You're wondering like, dang, why nobody buy this t-shirt yet? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so you mean to tell me if I'm a 55 year old rapper, I don't probably need to be on TikTok. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of rap it is. Is it like karaoke? Is it, you know, are you trying to comedy? If it's comedy, maybe that's okay. It's still a lot of older people that are doing great on TikTok. It's just a matter of what type of content it is, you know? Yeah. That's just the marketers. Yeah. That's a marketer's pitch right there. Yeah, maybe. We can, we can get you out there. <laughs> <laughs> we can, yeah. I guess it just depends. You yeah, know, it right, depends. Yeah. But also marketing is all is also testing and problem solving. True. You know what I'm saying? So some things may not work and that's okay. You just pivot to what works. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very good. Very good. So I know you have some product that is available. Um, I've been watching you and just kind of just in admiration um, from afar, from a distance. And I've had a chance to kind of speak to you one on one as well. But I wanted you to kind of maybe give a brief synopsis of what um, your your um, your product entails, like the newest um, book that you have. Sure. Okay, so through my company, I have two companies. Um, but through my company, the Brand Fetish Marketing Agency, I really just launched Brand Fetish Marketing. Um, I offer, well, Brand Fetish Marketing Agency is a boutique agency that offers um, small businesses and entrepreneurs um, assistance or strategic partnership with creating momentum building marketing plans and also working with individuals that are looking to um build their personal brand, okay? And create products around their personal brand. But I'm not neglecting my music community, okay? So I I do have a music business and marketing bundle where that includes my digital marketing, um, my digital marketing um, replay, webinar replay for independent artists. I strongly recommend people get this and invest in it. I mean, I literally break down everything about digital marketing, but it also includes my talent management ebook, my marketing plan guide and workbook, as well as a sales and streaming tracker. So it's on my website, tishtaylormerchandise.com, tishtaylormerchandise.com, and it's available for download there. I, yeah. was, I was trying to pull it up on my phone because I did. I, I do follow you, and I did get a couple of your material. Right. Good stuff. Tish dash Taylor dot com and just click shop. If that makes it easier. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, um, what are your social media handles? Just for people that want to, you know, follow you and kind of maybe pick your brain on some things. Uh, Miss M I S S Tish T I S H Taylor. Uh, yeah, Miss T- Miss Tish Taylor. I'll be changing it once I get married. MR. <laughs> Come on, congratulations! Come on, yeah. <laughs> that y'all, see, y'all see the ring on her finger? Shout yeah. out, sir. Yeah. She was at him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Tish Taylor on all my platforms. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Well, wow. Like I said, it's so much information that you've given us, and I'm sure it's so much more that you can give. And yeah. we've only, we've only scratched the surface, but you know, again, I'm so grateful and thankful to um, just be in connection and relationship with you and your family, 
And um, this is a this is a four one four connection. We all went to Brown Deer High School. All went to BD. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So just to see you know us twenty plus years later, Ooh. you know, still connected is a is a blessing in itself. Our eyes and all. <laughs> <laughs> So again, we thank you. Um, again, this platform for us is just really to try to bring more um, insight and wisdom and information to the people that need it. So oh. we're reaching out to professionals. So if there's anybody that you know that has valuable information that will want to share their journey and different tips on how to help other people, feel free to send them our way. We'll gladly Absolutely. accept them and get them scheduled in. And so, uh, James, hey, man. Another show. Another show Another down. Episode. Thanks again to Tish Taylor for all your wisdom and knowledge. Uh, go go support her with her all of her material and merchandise. Uh, yeah, so this wraps up our show for today. Um, go follow us on Facebook uh, at Mario J. Brown. Uh, it's at Mario J. Brown Music with a K. And then also go on to our YouTube page and subscribe, like, and share at Mario J. Brown Thank you again. Good night. Yeah. One more thing. I'm oh, excited, I'm sorry. You guys. I got excited. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just launched on Apple Music. Um, oh. So you guys can go on Apple Music Podcast and search the MJB Music with JB Podcast. It is live. Every episode that you see here will be uploaded, just the audio only, of course. And um, so if you guys are watching, thank you for your patience because we understand that technology, there's, there may be delays and, you know, the visual side of things. But when you listen back, it'll be clear as water. So this episode will be available in the next two to three days. Make sure you share it with someone who needs the help, who needs assistance with marketing and promotion strategy. We'll be having Miss Tish Taylor back on one day soon. Yeah. And um, yeah. we just, again, thank you all. For joining us, we'll holla.